the business on RTE Radio 1 with AIB. You see it, we help you do it. AIB, for the life you're after. Well, the RTE saga continues to rumble on. The story is all over today's papers. The Irish Times reports that RTE's board members are furious, insulted and fed up over the forced resignation of the chair of the board. Meanwhile, Minister Catherine Martin is standing over the decisions that she has made in relation to the issue. But who's going to replace Shunni Rahali in the job? It's not looking as appealing as it used to. Earlier, we caught up with Eileen Gleeson of the Institute of Directors. She is sat on a number of boards in both private and the public sector and is a former advisor to former President Mary McAleese. I first asked her who on earth would want to sign up for a state board after all this? Well, hundreds of people do sign up for state boards and they do their job very well in very well-run and very well-governed organisations and I hope they continue to do so. But um, you're right in saying that people would question themselves now on why would you put yourself into the line for, for, for this type of onslaught, political, uh, media, public scrutiny um, and do it for very little money? What, what, is, what is the money, Eileen? I mean, if well, you look it, at state boards in general or RTE in particular. Yeah, it varies. Um, now, the RTE board waived their fee and, not, and some state boards and some state board directors do waive their fees. The fees are low, Um depending on the category of board. So there's category A, B, C, D, depending on the importance and size and somewhat related to the CEO's salary as well. But they can, for a board member, can go from about 6,000 to about um, twelve or 13,000. And for a chair can go from about 9,000 up to about 30,000. And, and people are chosen because of the skills that they have. Unfortunately, then, sometimes in an organisation, the rubber hits the road and you say to yourself, what, you know, what have I done? Why have I done this? And hopefully uh, the directors that are there think, well, well, I'm here to try and support the organisation through their crisis. And then I'm here to make sure that we never have this sort of crisis again. So I'm hoping that that's what the RT board members are thinking today. In the past, it would have seemed, you know, being appointed or sitting on the RT board would have seemed like a very, a very appealing idea. There is that real sense after all of this. And it's not it's not just about RTE because it's about uh, regulation. It's about levels of transparency and accountability and public, you know, discussion of things that are said at board meetings now that people might might actually think twice about it. Yeah, they, they do think twice about it. Um, and um, it's for three reasons. One is their reputation. One is the time commitment and one is the pay involved. And actually, interestingly, the Institute of Directors have a survey out to their members right now. It's not about RTE generally, or, or it's, it's very general, but it's about state board, board positions. And they ask one question about, to, they ask people to put in order of, of one, two and three, the reasons why you would be careful um, about going on a board uh, of a state organisation. And up to about a year ago, I would say that people would have said pay, number one, time, commitment number two and reputation number three. So now I'd say it's completely reversed. I would say that reputation is the most important thing that people are bringing to the table and they're getting the position because they have some reputation. And now if they go into an organisation which is going through the sort of problems that some boards do go through, some organisations do go through, that reputation is at stake. So reputation has become very important. Where where you're talking about state boards and 
everybody wants transparency, everybody wants accountability, and th these are big themes that have come out through this whole RTE crisis. Is there a danger, though, that directors sitting around a board table will sort of play to the minutes of the board meeting instead of having an open, frank and honest discussion about whatever the issues are. In other words, it's kind of like, I want it put in the minutes this. And they're more concerned about how this might look in a public forum at some point down the road than they are about making the kinds of decisions that need to be made. Yeah, there is more of that. And I don't see that as a, as a bad thing. I think that... Um, Anything that encourages people to ask questions and to speak up is a good thing. There should not be in any board anymore a person that sits on that board saying, oh, I don't need to think about that because I'm not an accountant and therefore I don't understand the figures. You have to understand everything that's going on at the board and you have to question everything. And if you don't understand it, you have to say you don't understand it. And if you don't agree with the discussion that's going on, you are absolutely within your rights to ask it to be minuted, that you're not happy with that. It may produce a little bit more um, difficulty for the um, uh, the company secretaries to get the minutes right and uh, for the chairs to run those boards. But that's not a bad thing. In your view at this stage, do you think, uh, can you see many people deciding, yes, that they would like to step up to uh, the role of becoming the chair of the RT Authority, RT Board? It, it it will be very difficult and there has been other uh, very high profile state organisations, commercial state organisations in the recent past that have struggled to find uh, great chair people to do that role. Um, because, you know, they, they, they advertise them and say um, a chair, there's, you know, there's 10 boards a year and there's 10 committees a year. And everybody knows that's ever been involved in any sort of governance or any sort of operation of an organisation, that it's never just that. It's a huge amount more than that. Eileen Gleeson there of the Institute of Directors.